0: Hey what's up guys, this is Bowery, your ginsling, model, and welcome to my podcast. Okay guys, so welcome to this episode. I'm going to go with the intro in English because our guest is English today. Um, It's been a while since I did a podcast, I think it was like three or four weeks ago. I've been busy, uh, I've been playing in a new series, comedy series that we're shooting and it just takes so much time and in the evenings when you get home you're just tired and even though I love this so much, I only have so much time and so much energy during the day. Anyway, so today's guest is none other than the legend, musician, singer-songwriter Majozzi. Now this dude is absolutely one of the coolest guys in the industry. His, his, his songs are timeless I don't know if you've listened to his songs do yourself a favor either now or after this conversation and go to your favorite streaming site or YouTube whatever and just go and check out his his songs he um his songs is filled with hope and faith and love and um, he's just all into good vibes and spreading positivity and obviously he's also just a human being like everyone else and he has off days and some days that we feel like we're rude to people even though we don't want to it's just all part of being human. And we had an amazing conversation. Uh, he lives in Cape Town, but he came to my house because we were shooting a music video for um, Stratelig um, We did a collab with him on a flip and like a funky punk rock song called Cacophonie. Um, go check out that song. The music video will probably be hopefully ready in like the next few, um, the few weeks or so. But he came to Johannesburg, flew down for the music video and we had like a chat on my stoop and ate some um, little chocolate biscuits. And just, it was my first time ever hanging out with him for so long and um, having an opportunity to, to deep dive into some of the topics in his life and songwriting and creativity and where we're at with TikTok and streaming. Um, it, was, it was such a breath of fresh air and it's, it's one of those things that I wish um, we could more do. It's like we could do more. It's like spend time with other musos because it's always at shows. It's just like a rush. You get there, you sound check, you do your thing, you leave afterwards. And there's so many people and it's loud and you never get to, to hang out. So yeah, this conversation was very special. I think it's my first English episode, which is actually shocking. <laughs> I should have more English guests on the show. But um, I'll, make a, I'll make a plan to, uh, to, uh, to do that. But um, yeah, it was a fun conversation. So awesome to be in his presence. Um, so, yeah, like I said, go do yourself a favor, go check out his music, start streaming that Bad Boys, and uh, yeah, share the podcast with your friends. One, two, one, two. Can you hear yourself there? Yeah, I can hear myself. Okay, awesome, dude. Thank you so much for flying in today. Yeah, especially for it, the podcast. It, it means, <laughs> yeah, all the listeners out there, I flew him in. No, but for the video shoot, man, it mean it means a lot. i'm I don't think so, yeah. I'm okay. very uh, lazy when it comes to yeah. stuff like that at times. Like if I if I if I knew I had to fly to Cape Town for a music video, I would I'd try to move it to Joburg. Yeah. I just became so lazy, dude.
1: I uh I, I like I know I always like if I'm not playing a show like I actually said to my fiance, like uh You mean your wife? My wife, sorry. Well, well at the smart. time at the time <laughs> she was my fiance. I said to her like um i don't want to do anything i don't want to commit to anything so that's why i I didn't go to the wedding so i was like after we get married i don't want to commit to anything because i've like kind of put my life on hold for for a while uh, and all my music stuff on hold and i was like i want to be free to do things like this you know like do the music video and things like that and it's like um and yeah i just want that space to same as like the apartment like I want the space to be creative, yeah. so I keep my calendar free for things like that. If I'm not playing a show, then yeah. like a, you know, those like, things like take the, a priority it, for me. It's no?
0: always you have to remember to have fun as well. Like that's I get myself sometimes where it's like I'm not enjoying this. Like yeah. I, I decided this lifestyle, I want to be a muso, and I'm doing music and whatever else I'm doing. But there's times where it's like okay, I'm on set or I'm shooting or I'm on stage, and I'm not enjoying it. And then yeah. I have to figure out like why, what, what's, why is the joy missing? Yeah, and it's not a like a, it's not like it's a, because it's a free show or it's connected to finances. It's just like I have to remind myself, like, hey, when you were eighteen, you wanted this.
1: <laughs> yeah, now you have this, yeah. and um, you 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 know it's hard work. It's always been hard work. So hard work, dude. But it's it's a lot of fun, dude. I think I think the 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 hard work part of it is like the business side and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But actually, mm. a, actually doing it is really fun. Yeah, you know. And But that happens so little in between. That's, that's, it, that's a small part of it. Like exactly. There's so much other stuff a, around. If this. you call
0: yourself a musician, you, you don't even make music for one hour a day. <laughs> yeah, if if yeah. you pick up your instrument every day, I don't know if you're disciplined like that. I don't even play guitar every day or, or, or sit behind my computer. <sighs> yeah, dude. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't every day, like unfortunately. Maybe you have two shows a week, like a Friday yeah. and a Saturday. And that's it. That's when you're a muso. Yeah. The rest of the time, you need to figure out what are you
1: yeah dude it is It is really really interesting but those those times are like important man like I, I'm trying to get more into that space of being like this is what I enjoy doing so I have to make more time doing that yeah. so that means I have to sacrifice on this and this and that which is okay because um, it makes me happier yeah. to do the things that I love which makes me more pleasant to be around and yeah, I can true. have the ripple effect is yeah you know it's kind of like an overflow if if you're full inside, then you can give people more. You yeah, know. Yeah. So if you're trying to fill up with other things that aren't really making you happy, the overflow will be yes. unhappiness. You yeah. know. That's just what I believe. Sound like a poster, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. You, I,
0: don't I don't know if you're like that. So last night we had a show. And I, I did not. I, I was looking up to that show the whole week, and it, it's always like that. I don't want to do the show. Yeah. And then five minutes into the first song, which is three minutes, so five minutes into the set, I'm like, "This is the best thing in the world." Yeah. And I start liking it. I don't know if you if if you're like that. We are you always excited
1: to do to uh, do shows? Sometimes, sometimes it's like corporate shows. Sometimes you know you know what it's like corporate shows. They're very rigid um, and like. A lot of the times, you're just there as a as a name and not really, because um, people are interested yeah. in they're you. They're not here like, to see you. They're you're, not really there, there, there to, to the see you, you know. Yeah. The speeches and, you and they, you know, they they're doing their own thing, which is all fine. Like I mean, I I, uh, I used to be like that in the beginning, and then I just learned to be like, you know what, these people uh, have paid for me to be here. Like they mm. are. As much as like, it's not about me on the day. You know, there are people that want me there. You know, and there's um, there's a freedom in that as well. Just being able to just play, enjoy yourself, and be like, you know what? Um, even if only two people go, <laughs> two out of like <laughs> a thousand people, yeah, yeah. at this event, are, are gonna like this. Then at least I'll give those two there's, people a good shot. There's
0: always someone at those events that that wanted to do this that's yes, like exactly oh, I, I it, yeah to be a musician at yeah. some stage so, so uh, there's always like I balance between like gratitude of doing this and just like also the insecurity of like oh no one likes us anymore because we're like, <laughs> like Straddijk is old like we're like 15, 16 years old now Crazy, and we dude. took a five year break so yeah. when we came back i never forget it. We, s- we had a show with Spookwolf, which yeah. is like the biggest band in Afrikaans it's at the moment. Sure, crazy. So we did a show with Amy Poitras Trum, which is like our hometown. Yeah. And then in the Snowflake, which is like two or three thousand people. And yeah. And they were, they was packed, obviously it's Spookwolf. And I <laughs> swear to you, the people, the kids knew, Two songs, the new Captain from yeah. Kurt Darren, <laughs> and the new <laughs> Connect With Your Dance. So for sixty minutes, we play, and they're just looking at us like, Ooh, "So, who are you guys? Are you a new band?" No, I don't I, believe that, dude. dude I, I think swear, you swear. I think I, you're adding a I, little spice. No, that, dude, it's because like when we took a break, like say you you're tw- like um say you were thirteen. Yeah, you don't listen to hard rock Afrikaans music when you're 13 maybe you as an alternative kid but your your general Afrikaans like uh, dude doesn't listen to like hard rock Afrikaans when you're 13 so now five years later when we decide to come back you're like a first year it's like who are you we didn't do anything in five years so to come back so I'm not saying people didn't know us it's just they only knew the one or two big, big, big songs. songs. They yeah. didn't know like the the bigger part of the repertoire. Like the yeah, but uh. it was it was interesting. It was a humble experience to go. Okay, it's gonna be hard work to come back. Yeah, and to kind but of tell them again who you are and. Show I think, them your worth
1: uh, I don't know man I think there's um I think you're being a bit too hard on yourself there man I'm sure there were at least a few people I don't a know. few people like uh, pockets of people that knew the old song <laughs> but but yeah, do. come come No but
0: the, so the other shows are all bigger and, and 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 fine where it's like an yeah. older crowd yeah. these yeah. people like when they were uh, we started out they were 18 so we grew up with them that we went through th- with them um, during their adolescence years or whatever yeah. your early 20s so the other shows are fun. It's just we we experience, like, with the younger kids, like, we don't know who you are. Because it's also, like, we don't make music that's popular in, in, in what's currently cool. Currently cool, yeah. Like, now it's, like, rap or, like, uh, dance music or electronic music. And I think, like... That's my creepy I I <laughs> like He's trying to say something. <laughs> say something. That's, like, screamo metal. Um, I think it's going to make a comeback. There's a lot of, like... 100%. Mm. bands is rocking, like, a Blink-182 sound now.
1: Yeah, which means, like, the next stage is... Is that more kind of like, I mean, already it's starting to happen. It's a little bit more, I guess, what we would have called Screamo back in the day and that kind of stuff. And that stuff will come back and uh, then the kids will be digging into the crates and then they're going to find Strachlick like... But
0: how have have you been, like, because your sound also, do you think your sound has changed since when you started out? First of all, how old were you when... The River came out. That was your first single. Sure, how old was that? That's a good question. <laughs> like 20?
1: Um, no, dude. No, 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 no. I was like uh, 20... 27? 20? 27? 28? Okay. How, how, when did I start? So, um, uh, it was like... The River came out like around 2014. Um, beginning of 2014. So, that was eight years ago. I'm 34 now. So... A minus. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm <laughs> leaving the math to you, dude. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, 2026. 20, yeah, 26. Okay. Yeah.
0: So the way you sounded then, your genre, it was very yeah. folky. Yeah, 100. percent So would you say you sound different now? Because what I'm what i want to ask is like, how do you adapt? How do you um have that conversation with yourself, uh, with regards to adapting with the times? Because Strahlekanish was super heavy back in the day. Yeah. Mo. And now the stuff we do is a lot more chill. So the issue is, you lose all your old fans that like the screamer stuff, but yeah. there's newer fans that like the more restiger stuff. Yeah. But how did you juggle
1: your?
0: Because I listen to the, like some of your newer stuff. It's it's not that different though. It's still like got like um, a folky, folky vibe to it.
1: I think for me, I, I've always approached it as in like, I uh, if you luckily for me, I'm just a single person, so I am majorzy. That you know, that's me. So. I always feel like f- for the most part, most of most of my fans, hopefully, are following me as a person because they they like me, they like what I stand for. Uh, they enjoy the messages I have in my songs. And I think throughout my songs, I've kept the same theme. I've kept the same theme of of hope and 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 faith and and all these kind of things. And as a creative person I've always wanted to explore different things like i've never I've never wanted to be boxed into to anything yeah. really and but I've always tried to stay the same person so like like now, yeah, my sound has definitely changed, you know, and I hope that the people that came along with me who I don't think just um became my fans because i was singing folk music i think they became my fans because of what i was singing about yeah and i think i've uh, hopefully i've been able to carry over people from that to to what i do now which is the more poppy stuff it is difficult because not a lot of people understand that as well i think it's a business yeah well it's it's also like like i said you want to be creative you know and that's like this is what i want to do now you know and it's like Sure, I can go back to doing the more folky stuff, but you're not going to get the best of me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get what I can really offer. So I've always, I th- I think that's something that is like lost nowadays. Is is the building of of fans and the building of personas and and because if you look at guys like uh, like David Bowie and like um, flip, even Bob Dylan, like a lot of guys over the years changed whole personas and change their music styles but there's was still a fan base you know yeah. and even now like i think it's such a good time to change things because music is so accessible so like if you have fans from like an older era like say for me my older folk era like i still that music's still out there yeah you know what i mean yeah. like you can still go listen to it and like please go support it you know yeah and it's like, if you don't like the newer stuff, hey, man, that's all good. Like, there's still the old stuff. Like, if you are really a fan, then then you should be listening to the, the older stuff still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people also, there's always that thing of like, especially in the alternative scene, it's like, ah, oh, you've sold out, you know. It's not as good as the first album and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, cool, man. Just yeah. listen to the first album th- then, if you like the <laughs> yeah, first
0: album. But it's also like, I don't I don't think... Uh, and i say this because i'm a listener of, of other other bands as well like yeah we there's no space and grace for the artist to change. We always 100%. want them to stay the same and make the same music because yeah. that's what you want. But the, the artist though. is also a human being. He goes through yeah. heartache and happiness. Yeah, like, of course he's gonna change. Like you, if you don't like it anymore, maybe you changed, not the artist. Yeah, maybe you yeah, just changed as a listener. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a fair argument. That's that's what I kind of like stand up for artists. like, It's okay if, if your sound is different. Yeah. Like it's always that balance of like, music is a business. So yeah whatever's popular, you need to like, there's a, there's a saying that goes, it's not about selling out, it's about buying in. Yeah. So whatever's trending, well I'm not trending, but there'll always be integrity with change. Yeah, so you 100%. can change your sound to, f- to fit more the whatever's current, and y- it'll still be majority. Yeah. You don't 100%. have to... You're not going to uh, turn into like a,
1: a soccer artist all of a sudden overnight. <laughs> People will see through that.
0: <laughs> Even though you can, though.
1: Do you know you did it really well is, uh, is Mikey romance. So I felt yeah, like they dude. did that transition really yeah. well from like... Because I was a fan before. Like, I, I love this yeah. stuff from Three Chairs and Three Chairs of Revenge or whatever yeah. the album was called. And, and like them.
0: Coldplay. You know Coldplay? Coldplay like like sounds like a DJ these <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Coldplay's
1: yes, that's like another good example. And the thing is like... Okay, my mm-hmm. chemical Romance just made like a comeback now, but let's use Comeback Kid as a. Uh, sorry, a Comeback Kid. Oh, what Coldplay. A sorry, sorry, sorry. But only me and you will know that. <laughs> comeback. Uh, Coldplay is a great example, dude. They are still around yeah. and they're still at the top. Like, exactly. I thought about it the other day. I was like, because they're doing a t- uh, worldwide tour now and like. They've got like it's insane. full stadiums of yeah. like a hundred thousand people just singing their yeah. songs, old and new, and they're still making really, yeah. really good music. And they've been able to transition. Yeah. And if you listen to the older stuff, like it's, it's so timeless. far apart, yeah, it's, like the it,
0: scientists and all that, the first stuff, Yellow
1: it's timeless but they've managed to to move on from that sound and add to what they've been doing and and still be coldplay in a way and i, yeah. I like i really 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 respect that man yeah. you know but also at the same time you know people don't have to listen to what they don't want to yeah. listen to yeah.
0: that's a great thing about where we're at with spotify It's like if you don't want to listen to the album Pick your favorite song, put yeah. it on a playlist, and
1: yeah, exactly. move to
0: whatever else. I wanted to ask you: Do you know the the series on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy? Love it. Yeah, that's you know um, Gerard, Gerard, Gerard Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Michael Garin. So yeah, that crazy. It blew my mind when I found it out.
1: Yeah, I was I was very happy. For <laughs> <laughs> like like I know him personally. I was like, yeah, go ah, Gerard. Nice dude. Yeah, that's epic, very man. cool.
0: So you're from you're from Durban originally, or Cape Town? Originally
1: from Durban. Originally from Durban in a small little place called Itchcombe. Okay. Oh
0: yeah, <coughs> yeah. And you do you remember the first time you wanted to you saw like did you, did you see something on TV where you're like hey I want to be a muser or was it in church
1: um that the God <clears throat> sorry excuse you. me I always grew up like singing and stuff and uh, I was in the choir in primary school and things like that and um I don't know I can't really say I don't I, I, I don't say I can't think of a time where like I was like flip this is definitely what I want to do I can't remember the moment but mm-hmm. like it kind of was what i always wanted to do um but growing up back in the in the 90s (laughs) um it wasn't really well especially the 90s in south africa and in durban especially it wasn't really a thing that people did like i didn't have any examples of anyone around me who was like doing music and like and if i saw south african bands or artists like singing it was like people in Joburg and stuff and i was like oh Joburg!" at the time for me that was so yeah. far away dude i was like "Joburg's another world yeah. dude like <laughs> so I, I, I never thought that i could actually do it uh, but the time that i knew that could change was when um it started happening i guess when art matthews um, when Art Matthews was living down the road from us, or something like that, like mm. he was in the area, and you know, and I was like, oh, there's an artist. But even still, I thought I didn't know where Art was from. I thought he was from Joburg or something, yes. you know. Miles, is he and from Durban? I actually, I, I'm not actually sure no. if he's from Durban. He's been, he lived in Durban for a long he's time. he has got a Durban vibe, too. yeah. He does. Eh? I must actually ask him. Um, but he probably is from Durban now that I think about it. But then it's the the real moment that it changed was when gangs of ballet. Oh yeah formed as a band and they right. got on the radio. That was when it was like, because those, those guys were my mates, you know? Nice. In school, we grew up in like, the we all went to the same school, went to all the same church things and all that type of vibe. And when I saw that, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I know these guys. Like, it's oh, they're on the radio. Now, it's closer know? to me. I can reach this. Guy. 100%. It's closer to me. And then that's when that, my mindset started changing to being, because I guess like I was, at that time I was doing music I was working like at church doing worship and things like that and I was playing in bars and like open mic nights and all that type of stuff so like but I, I always thought that's where it would stay you oh, know yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would go any further you know and I was really happy with that like I didn't I didn't like yeah you're making music yeah that's yeah it. you're making music having a lot of fun it was great you know uh, but then when I saw gangs and, and what they were doing, and I was like, okay, you know, this is possible. And um, my mindset started changing. And oh, someone's calling me on this podcast. Can you believe it? That's, Who's calling you me? You can answer to it if
0: it's uh, important. No, it's not important. It looks like a sales call. On yeah, yeah, on
1: a Saturday. <laughs> can you believe that? Um, but yeah, so, so then that started the journey in my mind of like, you know, maybe I can do this thing and I kind of... Um, i met up with this guy i was i actually joined a band like um called balaam's donkey and uh, we oh, that's
0: an epic name <laughs> that, that is, is an epic so name good.
1: yeah <laughs> but anyways they were re- recording in the studio and um i was like oh we're recording some guitar stuff and uh the guy who was recording the band um warren he was like he's like oh, i really uh, dig the way you play and stuff and i was like hey dude i've actually got my own stuff because i'd been recording my own stuff on my ipad just on garage band yeah. just hacking <laughs> hacking hacking <laughs> away and uh, he was like oh you should uh, come record it at my studio you know we'll make a special deal And i was like oh that's amazing and that was like my first exposure to recording my own music and um we put that out and i was still was that, at the, was that the river yeah, the, so that was like the EP where the river was oh on right. and all of that. And I was still like I only did it because I was like this would be a cool thing to show my grandkids one day. Oh like nice. you'd be like, "You know, I recorded music. Yeah. This is my music, you know." Yeah. And um but at at that time the folk um whole genre and everything was just exploding. Mm. It was everywhere, yeah, yeah. you know. And the thing Iron like, and Sons
0: was massive. Yeah, it was huge, yeah, dude. Lumineers, Lumineers yeah. it was
1: crazy. Then the thing I enjoyed about it was I could do it by myself yeah. i didn't need the like a band, band yeah. or anything like that i could do it by myself and i always had conversations with brad um from gangs of ballet and he was like you should be able to capture a room with just your guitar and your voice like if you yeah. can start like that you can do anything so i really enjoyed the folk music because i could do that you know so i was doing that and we we put it out and it did really well and then that accelerated to another level and then i was like oh wait i guess i'm doing the same thing mm-hmm. that gangs yeah. was doing and i just kept moving on and on from there from the next thing to the next thing and here i am now yeah. talking with bo bosch
0: <laughs> i love stories where where it almost it almost happens coincidentally meaning you you didn't you were making music in the church and yeah. playing bars and you're content I'm yeah. making music. Yeah. And then you're just like, you <coughs> wing it. You're like, oh, let me get record something for my grandkids. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you blow up. So stories like that always inspire me because it feels like the music kind of chose you to yeah. be like a selected one. Like, hey, you, you've been, um, uh, what's your English word, for who or some? you've been obedient. You deserve <laughs> this. I'm going to throw a lot of songs towards you. And that's it feels like that's kind of your story. Because we also, like, Stadaldeckknecht wasn't planned. It was like, I was also playing in the church. I met Hein there. Well, I, I knew they from school, but they just asked me one time after church if I want to join their band. And it was just a fun thing to do as students. Yeah. And then one year later, you like start doing more shows and more shows. So um, just stories like that. It's, it's always awesome to hear if someone has a dream of doing this and then they yeah. pursue it and it works out. But it's something magical about, like, just winging it and then all of a sudden well are we, aren't we still winging our, we st- bro, we our still and
1: that's for that's the you just said it there is the, the the it's magical like i think nowadays people try and put it down to a science with um yeah. things like tiktok and stuff and going viral with everything you know and you can do it that way but like um Back in the day, it just had to be magical. <laughs> it was yeah, like you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't trick the system. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. It was but, a good old word of mouth. It know. wasn't an
0: algorithm that you can hack in. Exactly. That's, like that's where I find myself on my 38 years old uh, career well, career. But where I'm at at the moment is is figuring out like how to adapt with everything that's happening with like the new TikTok. Because TikTok feels like if you don't have a song that goes viral on TikTok, it's yeah. like, it feels like so difficult to. To get the song out there, like you absolutely. need a little stupid dance that goes with the <laughs> chorus, and if people don't hop on that, it's like it you you want you want that little Jerusalem vibe yeah, to, to hit you, yeah. and and yeah, it's it's discouraging if you if you bring out stuff you work so hard, you've had yeah. this career for so long, and then it feels like the song just get drops in the ocean, and then no one knows about it. But but I must compliment you on your freaking TikTok game, dude. Yes, you <laughs> you pumping out content. Are you doing that all yourself?
1: um it's so uh you've seen like i've been touring with uh, this canadian band called neon dreams and they've been like super helpful with helping me with that stuff because i do i I understand like also it is discouraging when that stuff happens like it is super um but they helped me approach it from a way and they were like listen you've got all this old footage you've got tons of old footage just put just put that up, you know, uh, because on TikTok there's a whole new audience that doesn't know you. Mm. So, uh, you know, like I think once you've once you've been in the industry as long as like we have, I think you get kind of um, jaded and you forget that there's still new people finding your music, you know. And they introduced me to that, and they were like, "Hey, like, there's new fans. Don't be ashamed to post your old stuff with your new stuff as well, and um, just." put it out there, find all the cool shots and and put it out there and, uh, you know, there's some songs that people connect with that they've heard, you know, Mm. so just put it out there and they really helped me approach it and just kind of take away the stigma mm. i had for tiktok and things like that yeah. like it is difficult like it is difficult you have to, to dive even. in you, you have to commit you yeah, can't half you do it well as well <laughs> yes. but the, the thing is like i'm
0: just lazy Just <laughs> <laughs> sit on your phone and edit and make a that's transition thin. yes do
1: you know thin. when it sucks is when you feel like you're a slave to it so yeah. like i don't i i don't genuinely don't like social media at all because of that like when you feel like I have to post this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do it at this time. Oh, flip. This is not getting enough views. Then you start feeling sad because you're like, oh, this didn't get enough views. Like, flip. How am I going to make this amazing song that I spent a year on crafting beautiful? How am I going to get this to (laughs) pop off? Like, oh, I have to go on this other platform and do it and things like that. The thing is, like, it's such, it's also such an opportunity and be like, okay, cool. I've got the song, like, this is the platform I can use to, to, um, pop it off like it's in my hands like mm-hmm. I can I do have a little bit of control yeah. over my destiny like I do have control over who sees us, over what I do yeah. I can do little skits and things like that I can have fun with it you know and if it pops off it pops off if yeah. it doesn't pop off I'm still gonna have fun like I think it's all about trying to change your mindset because these things are here dude yeah. these things are here they're what are we gonna do here. they're so gonna stay you can here either uh,
0: like buy in or like walk away yeah but I, I sometimes feel like you know, those youth workers that's like 50 <laughs> years old that, that <laughs> rock up with a skinny <laughs> jean yeah. at church yeah. <laughs> yeah. with like a with like a, a tattoo on their neck yeah, it's trying exactly to be cool like that, too. that is, what i feel like that like this, why yeah. is 38 year old <laughs> yeah. doing these random things but but i like what you're saying yeah there's people on there that 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 they're on there because they want content and if you can do something cool and interesting because you're yeah. a musician i mean we're 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 such a we're such a what's the word there's so many. There's so few musicians in, yeah. in the world in South Africa. I mean, we live in this amazing country, and we're lucky enough to have a voice, to yeah. have songs out that people listen to. So, so treat those whatever hundred or, or five hundred or five thousand whatever how many people that follow you like give like treat them like like um, treat them like they're the only one in the room at the moment. And I think like that's that's how I try to ju- not justify it, but like. Approach the content yeah. on there like don't, but also that don't try to do things that you're not comfortable with. Like, don't, don't become a, uh, Like a dancer, if, if that's well,
1: a, <laughs> well, that's the thing, dude. I think like, I think the one thing that I think, people we like need to shy away from is trying to do all those dances and things. Like, if you can dance, do it, for That's yeah. amazing. But also, I think people just want to see you be yourself. Yeah. So uh, we're unhappiest when we're not ourselves. So if I'm here. Yeah, trying to break dance and stuff. Like, I'm going to be unhappy because I suck at breakdancing. Popping
0: and lockin'. You know,
1: but if I'm sharing funny videos of yeah. my day or I'm sharing old videos of concerts that mm-hmm. I've played at, then I'm happy because those are moments that I was actually in. Like, I was present as, yeah. a, as myself, you know, yeah. not trying to be something else for TikTok, you yeah.
0: know. Did you... Did you hit the MK era? Were you involved? it just the end?
1: Dude, I was right at the end, man. Oh. I was right at the end. By the time I came around, MK was only online. Worse, if man. I remember yeah, that, that, that thing, dude. Yeah, but, yeah. But,
0: but, but TikTok feels to me like that. Like we, when we started, we had this uh, channel that was on our side, meaning they wanted content. Yeah. And it was nationwide. Everyone yeah. could see it. So it helped to get your name out there, yeah. And TikTok feels like that. Boy, did it help, dude! Oh yeah.
1: Boy, <laughs> did it help.
0: But it was just—I oh, don't know. Anyway, but <laughs> you, I mean, you had like national on like five FM and stuff like that. We could never get onto national stations because nah. of the language and the, and yeah. the
1: genre. But I, dude, you, I think they need to do a documentary on that era of of MCAR and like what it did for yeah. for even even for me, like watching at home and being like, oh, flip there are these bands, like, with music that I enjoy, because a lot of it was alternative. There was Off, there was You Guys, there was um, uh, No Dance, Aking, like, oh, dude, like, so many bands like that. And it was just so encouraging for, like, us back in Durban watching these bands and being like, oh, Flip, there's a a place to put things, you know, and you could think up of creative ideas and, like, put it on TV and people could see yeah. that, you know, like there was an outlet for creativity. Was that City
0: Bill Miser's from Durban? Yeah, City Bill Miser's yeah, was dude. from Durban, yeah, Durban yeah. had the freaking, be- Durban, dude, Durban had like, at a stage, like all my favorite bands were from Durban, like three sixty three. I was a massive tree fan. Yeah. Um called well, Gangs of Ballet Perez. Perez, yes, and dude. dude like Perez was amazing, dude. Yeah. There was another band called Something Salt, Somersault. Like, Somersault, like, a like pop Christian band. Them. Yes, I love that dude. Yeah. I owned five of them. But yeah, like TikTok is that a feel for an upcoming artist. It's like, hey, this is your platform. The, the only downside is you need to do the work. Where with MK, you just gave the video and being <laughs> played like 10 times a day. Now That's it's like, crazy. you need to download the app. You need to figure out how to shoot this little yeah. video trick and get it out there.
1: That's so interesting.
0: I've never thought about it. That's actually a, a good way of thinking about it, dude. Yeah.
1: Maybe MK should start their own TikTok channel.
0: Because, yeah. like, I don't know how many requests per, uh, per day or per week do you get of upcoming artists that go, listen, I'm a singer songwriter how can I get my name out there? I don't know if you ever get messages like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I get that often, man. But like, like the main
0: thing I tell people these days is like don't don't tell me, show me. Don't tell me you sing, like send me the link, send yeah. me the the YouTube video of you. Even if it's just you and yourself yeah. and like cuz then I can go, okay cool, I I hear what you're doing. Maybe I can refer to you this guy or yeah. I can just be honest and okay, go listen. Um, there's a lot of this sound out there, or or you can be like, yes, uh, let me uh, see if I can get involved. But that's like a number one thing we always tell people that even in the acting scene, it's like, don't don't tell me, show me, like, yeah. what have you done? And you have your phone, you have access to. I mean, this is a whole studio. Yeah, it's got a camera. Yeah, true. So it's a video studio. It's a fo- it's a recording yeah. studio. The majority of people, like even like Shawn Mendes, I mean, that guy blew up because of Vine. Yeah, he was a Vine star. Do you mean ah. that six second app? You yes, yeah, 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 dude, he he did six second covers. That's where he's from. Bo Burnham, the comedian. Yeah. He's also from Vine. Wow. Okay, yeah, I didn't dude. know that, yeah. dude. I didn't know that's that. That's his background. So, and that's just, yeah, you can either like be against all this app, like sometimes my attitude is, <laughs> or you can just be like, okay, let me let me put on my dance pants <laughs> <laughs> and get this gedachte for the dancey
1: going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But just be yourself, man. That's that's the key. As yeah, f- exactly. whatever you're doing, figure out a way how you can be yourself on that. And people always will gravitate towards yeah. that because people want. Um, uh, genuineness they want re- they want re- relatability you know mm-hmm. and the more you are yous- yourself whatever yourself looks like whether that's a crazy and wacky or whether that's calm and down to earth like if you're presenting yourself then I think it's a beautiful thing and yeah. even if it means only five people connect yeah. with that then it's five people man yeah. that really connect with you
0: I always say like Jesus had 12 followers he's like that that's <laughs> was his TikTok <laughs> account he's like he didn't have a dancey yeah. but he did walk in water sure that's a cool thing <laughs> she's
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i'm sure it, well, he's got way more now yeah <laughs> <laughs> i started with 12, that's my point um
0: so so you so you, that's my neighbors so oh. so it's like kids partying and, and crying um so you okay so let's go back to your 26 and that song comes out and you kind of start blowing up and you start touring and becoming a full-time artist what was the was the first thing that, that kind of caught you off guard about the music industry The was it the hard work was it the was it was it underwhelmingly average <laughs> was no. it all that you exp- I thought it would be
1: no dude it was it was so like uh like I said like growing up in Durban I never had the knowledge of what the music industry was like I, I wasn't gearing up to be in the m- music industry like I had no idea like not a clue like I, I was I came in blind so everything just opened my eyes I was like a deer in headlights but in a really good way like, uh, You're open, yeah, like yeah, I was just open. <laughs> I was like, cool, I'll, you know, if if someone was like, this is what you need to do, then I was like, okay, hey, cool, I'll do that. If you, you know, do this show, do this show, do this radio thing, do this radio thing. So I think, like, the label loved me at the time because I just said yes to everything. And
0: so you got, you, did you, you with Universal then in 27? I mean, when you were 27.
1: Yeah, 27. Uh, yeah. So that first year, that when the river came out, like, no it, way. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I was just, it was, I'm grateful for all those moments because, like now, you know, I've I learned I learned so much during those time. I wish, in hindsight, I wish I had the knowledge before because I would have made better decisions. But also at the same time, I'm like, I, it's, it was good for me to learn firsthand, you know, and make some mistakes. Maybe not make like the the right decisions at times, but figure it out. You know, there were so many shows where I wish I knew what the show actually meant, wow. you know, and. Um, and there were so many times where, like, I was like, for, for performances, I wish I knew how to do the same performance I do now back then. And, uh, like, just a lot of knowledge and things like that. So, everything was just learning for me, learning, thoroughly enjoying it. Like, I, I'd, I always approached everything, especially in the beginning. Like I said, I had no knowledge, I just said yes. And then I was like, sure, okay, God, you're going to have to help me, Abra, because I don't know how yeah. to do this. <laughs> I don't know if I can play in front of five, ten thousand yeah, yeah, 10,000 people. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I can do that, sure. like, you know. But luckily, I, I had, like, a community, community of people who were super helpful, like, a lot of friends jumped on board and, mm-hmm. and joined my bands when I needed people to play and... Um, uh, people were just generous enough and be like hey, come sleep on my couch and yeah. and all this type of stuff you know and um yeah, you just learn man you 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 luckily I think back then you could make a lot of mistakes though as well you know there was a little bit more grace for those things because um once you're in there there's not a lot of people in that in our kind of sphere you know there's not a lot of people doing it so I feel like f- at least for me a lot of the artists and musicians were super helpful as well, you yes. know, like I remember we opened for you it was I opened with you it was you and monarch at um at the barnyard no dude at a, in Pretoria uh, Crazy Have I felt no no was it a, a uh, club? Yeah, it's club. I think it's Lugland? closed now. Yeah. No. Furkins? No, old dude. Older know. like not art. Not art. Well Arcade Empire. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh snap. Yeah, yes, I dude. remember. That was like one of them and I remember like um Because at that time, like, I was huge, obviously huge fans of you guys and huge fans of Monarch, Mm. and, like, you know, I just got in the lineup. I can't remember how it happened, if it was you guys or Monarch or whatever. But I was like, ah, flip, that's amazing, you know? It's like I'm playing with, like, my heroes, you know? Mm. Like, every time I play a show with, like, um, like, Art Matthews or... Or um, flipping, I'm doing, I'm doing a, a Johnny Clegg tribute in a couple oh, of months. Snap. Things like that, dude. Things like that blow yeah. my mind, you know. So like, and when I was starting, that's exactly what it was like. It was just all this stuff, and I'm just, you know, singing yeah. my songs, you know. Yeah. And the stuff you write in your room. Yeah. It's like, exactly. going like this. And yeah. <laughs> then everyone likes it. So for me, it was just it was a, it was a lot of fun and learning, and I was so grateful. And you know? I was l- essentially living out my dream. Yeah. So like like there was no reason for me to be unha- unhappy, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think for me, like what what caught me off guard was like how how hard work it is to to keep on keeping on. So so you 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 have this band and you bring out songs, or in your case, it's just you. And you bring out these hits, and they they sustain you. Yeah. You ride off this one song for like, uh, f- for like three or four months. You do yeah. a lot of shows. Ooh, and back in the like, day, it's like okay, wow. I need to, I need to, I need to figure out a new song <laughs> so I can do shows for the second half of the year. Yeah, but like that. That was like that's like still. The challenging part is like okay, now I need to go and because creativity in writing is like hitting a rock. Like if you want to mine for gold, you hit a rock. The, the gold is inside the rock. So yeah. it's not glamorous. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you sit in studio. I'm sure you have, you've had days like that where it's like it's like a five six hour studio session and you walk out with nothing. <laughs> nothing came out that's cool, remotely nice. And, um, and I think for me like that's still something that's like waking up and going, "Okay, cool. I need to write. I need to sit sit yeah. down and graft and like figure out." um i but
1: know you do how your creativity works a, you do a lot of stuff though you you're like a musician you're an actor you're a director you're a screenwriter you're a playwright like yeah it's a little bit diluted th- d- for you it must be super difficult because like which discipline do you sit down yeah. and pay attention to like so you know you've got a show like you had a show last mm-hmm. night like on Monday, is that in your mind while you're busy shooting an ad at the same time? Like, yeah. how do you approach it from that? For, for me, like, so at the moment, everything I do is based around music, which I, I really enjoy. So, like, it, even if I'm sitting down and paying attention to something, Uh, whatever i'm paying uh, attention to it's still in the musical sphere so it's still kind of filling me up and i feel like i'm not feeling like oh flip this is lacking you know like i still feel like it's adding to it because like i I, uh, one of the things i I do at the moment is i work with an online school called coa academy amazing school and i do the arts and culture and i had to do a school song for them and while i was writing the school song I was coming up, up with ideas for my own songs, nice. so it was c- still kind of fulfilling the whole musical side of me, which is what I do. But for you, mm. how how does it work? Yeah. I'll flip the <coughs> interview it's, around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you, thanks for having me. <laughs> um, it's
0: it's tricky because I like I like all of those things. Like yeah, I like I like to make uh, ads, I like yeah. to act. Um, so it's it's got a little bit to do with. I, I can't just do one thing like that's yeah. why I still, like, took a break the first time it was like because we did this for five years straight there's only so many festivals so many events and yeah. you get to a point where like you did kind of everything like what's what's kind of next what was the other dreams you had as a child so now yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have to have all of them on the table but the downside is like you can't you can't focus on one of them hundred percent yeah so like franco is a great example like he does just music right yeah He'll and that's t- then t- he brought it. out like to find the girl which is like the biggest song in afrikaans yeah history probably and 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 for me that's a that's a testimony of like if you focus and you hone in on one thing like yeah. that's the kind of magic that'll come out so i need to i just need to remind myself at times like when i get jealous or i get insecure about like other artists and i see a song go viral and i go hey but listen you do other stuff. You don't yeah. just do music. You like to act. You like to create ads, and you like sketches, and you like to motorbike and, and do stuff like that. So, um, but with, with yeah, it's it's weird. I, I don't think it's like a bipolar vibe or like an ADHD <laughs> thing where I can't. I, I I I have amazing people around me that yeah. help with that. Yeah, and um, th- that um, that helps to, to reach more stuff. Um, if if you need to do music, I mm-hmm. outsource a lot because I'm I'm doing my solo album right now. I'm gonna plug it. I'm busy plug with the solo it. album, plug it. and the process is I've got like a studio at home, so I I do like a lot of the pre prod myself. How yeah. I want the song to sound, the kind of reference and genre. Then yeah. I send it away to like producers that's way better than me. Yeah, and then they do their thing, and then in a week or two it comes mm-hmm. back amazing. And then I just do vocals, and then the song's finished. So that's yeah. what that's what I mean by. I'm not in studio per se as like when you and Ivalt sit in studio for yeah. like a whole day. I I am in my studio at home for like two or three hours, yeah. and then send it away. And then I focus on the other stuff. So I think the outsourcing, I just Helps, kind of like learn to get people around me that's better than me, and, and then your stuff becomes better as well.
1: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, dude. Um, uh, because like uh, if you look at guys like um, let's say like a childish Gambino or some someone like that. Like, I mean,
0: he makes like the most insane.
1: Series, yeah, but also he is like, if he's doing, if he's released an album, he's touring that album. He's not doing the series, you know. So Ah. it's like a year of touring album. Now it's film time. But also, I like the idea of you saying uh, it's not just outsourcing, but I guess it's it's a collaborative effort because you need you need people to to help you and be the best you. And I also believe as a creative, you need the most time to be creative. So the more time you actually have just to be creative, the better you can do. So if you, if your creative process is writing the songs and um, making the ideas of the songs, that's it. You know, like, do you want to produce, like, is that your outlet for creativity? N- not really. What do you mean? Uh, pr- uh, producing songs.
0: Well, uh, I, I like it. I, I just don't have all the skills to make the song. I, n- I need to send it away f- yeah. for someone to, to put better s- samples and sounds in yeah. it. But
1: I like the producing part a lot, Okay, yeah. okay. But, but it's,
0: it's not like I don't see myself as like a hotshot producer. I, I don't want to be a producer one day. Yeah. Musically.
1: Well, exactly. So you send it off to somebody yes. else. So it. So instead of... Because you could just do it yourself. But yeah. then we would spend more time. Yes. And it would take longer. And there's also something nice about working with other people and fleshing out ideas and, and working on ideas. That's why I like even with all these people that I admire, like Childish Gambino and Jamie Foxx and... Uh, whoever else is like a quadruple threat or whatever, they, <laughs> they, what people don't know is there's always so many people around them. They have writing yes. partners, they have, they have, I don't know, it's like, like an there's an art team, a label yeah, of like 15 people. There's, there's, they are the, 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 the face and the front of everything, but they're not just doing these things alone you know and that's why like whenever people say come up with that saying of like a self-made man you know like i get that to a point where it's like you can work really hard as a single person and as a singular singular entity and you can work really hard, but you still need people around exactly. you, like no matter what, like whether you're in the business world or whatever, but th- that doesn't mean that you don't work hard mm. and that you um, don't sacrifice a lot of things. What it does mean is that no mm. one can do anything alone. Like that's what I fully believe. Like we need people, whether it's people buying yeah. our products yeah. or or, uh, whatever it is, you know, whether you collaborate with people to, and you both go further, you know, some people like to stand on people's heads to go further. (laughs) Please don't do that. (laughs) But like all that stuff, like we, we need other people. And like, there's like, even with you, like the, the people in your life, your friends influence the things you do. Same with me, my friends influence people. Like there's no, there's no, um, we're not, isolated in our creativity there's there's always people helping you know like and that's what i've been like i've been writing an album now and i've been trying to get as much help as i can from people that i really respect and love and it's been a lot of fun man like i really really enjoy it dude like i i love that i love the idea of writing a song and like me coming up with a song and then being like can the song be better? Yeah. Let me ask my friends and see if they can help me make it better. Yeah. And when they come and make it better, it's undeniable. Like, you can't be like, oh, Flip, this wasn't my idea, so it's not as good. Like, yeah. if the idea is better, it's better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. Where was it going? No, it
0: makes sense. People around you working with other people. Yeah, yeah, is it yeah. your first
1: time working like that? Um... Uh, to this, uh, t- uh, to this extent, yeah. yeah. So I've been working with tons of people, dude. Oh like, nice. um, when's the album
0: coming? Do I don't know. Different?
1: I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I d- <laughs> I'm not even sure how we're gonna release it as an album. You know what times are like, now, yeah, dude. It's yeah, so uh, difficult. But yeah. like, for me, I want it to be an album eventually. However it is, because I've got all these songs. So like, however, however we package it at the end, there will be an album. Yes, yeah. That's the way
0: I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping like two or three singles now. And then just like I'll pick a date where everything drops. Yeah. On the on the album, same thing.
1: I think it also it also helps with that whole thing of building um, uh, fans. Is yeah. <laughs> People need to be invested in you, and it's hard for people to be invested in you if they only hear one or two songs. Mm. But if you give them a collections of songs which show how you were feeling yeah. at a certain time, what you were going through, what's happening in your life, you know, or what's how you feel about what's going in the world, I think people can be so much invested. I'll bring Coldplay up as an example again when um, Chris Martin got divorced and they did that album. Um, what was the album called uh, Ghost Stories like you can feel the emotion in that album and you can feel like all the the hurt he was going through and you felt for him you know like and I'm like oh flip I'm I'm invested in this person I'm invested in this yeah. life and eventually when the songs start getting happier to the end of the album you're like okay cool he's got through this this is a, you know this is great like he's okay you know like and I, I really like that idea, you know. Like, I know it doesn't make the most financial sense to have albums and things <laughs> like that now, but I think for people that are long-term fans and that have been listening to me for ten or eight years, whatever it is, like, yeah. I just like that idea, man. I, um, I for me as a listener, I really enjoy listening to albums as opposed to singles. <laughs> for me, it's like the why. Like, you, you, yeah, have to, you
0: have to ask yourself, like, why? Why are you bringing out? The single, or why you bring out ten songs? Because ten songs cost—I mean—to record a song, it's like it's between ten and fifteen thousand rand a song, right? So now yeah. you fork out one hundred fifty thousand rand for an album. Yeah, you need to do a lot of shows to make that money back. One. Yeah. But unless you go, listen, I—I want to share these songs because songs live forever. Yeah. And even though people, the songs are not going to go viral now or maybe never, it's just what I do. I'm mm-hmm. a musician and I sh- make music and I share music. 100%. What happens after I record it and release it, it's not up to me and it's not important to me. Dude, that is such a good way of approaching and, it. Yeah, too. but the balance is always like, it's still also a business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's you need also to be, you, you don't, so, but I think, yeah, I think you, you've been doing this long enough and me as well, like to find the, the integrity within that. Like yeah. it is a business. So one or two of the songs, I'll I'll go a little bit more I'll write mainstream in a sense where it's like friendlier on the ear.
1: Yeah. But if you
0: have got ten songs, like there's so much room to play with and, and oh, have fun. Exactly. Dude. Just there's no rules as yeah. well. Yeah.
1: There's, there's also the pressure as if you just do one or two songs of them not popping off, then what? Yeah. You know, yeah. then you feel like oh, I've spent all this time and I've we've put all this money in, and I think that's where it's that's where a lot of our downfall is. Is that we forget, like you said, we forget about the process. We forget that we've done everything that we could. And at the end of the day, if you're happy as a creative, that's the most important thing. Like as long as you're happy, like whatever happens afterwards is out of your control. You Uh know, we're just meant to be creative. And
0: and we're back. The battery's done. So so you said in the beginning, a lot of the stuff you write about is like hope and faith and so on. So. The, the term like Christian artist, is that something yeah. you, you believe in or resonate with? Or do you, are you uh, like, I feel like God is like an all art, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, for sure. For, so for me, I was actually funny that you mentioned, it. I was thinking about it yesterday when I was walking because um, I remember there was someone, I was at something. And You're someone, walking on the promenade like n- a captonian. <laughs> no, no, no. I was actually walking <laughs> it down in the C B D. But uh Like a Capetonian as well. <laughs> I was thinking about my songs that I'm writing now and I'm like, um there there isn't as much of uh, uh like a, a gospel kind of message in in a ways that people would be used to before, you know, and I was thinking about what someone said about another artist. I'm not going to mention his name, but they were like, Oh yeah, he doesn't. I, because they came to me and they were like, yes, I like your music more because you still sing about, um, gospel things. And I was like, but yo, is the music good? You know what I mean? Like, is, is the music still good? Like, and I've never, I've never professed to be, um, christian artist what i am is a christian who's an artist yeah do you know what i mean so like for me like whatever i sing through sing about will always be sung through that lens so just because i don't say hey jesus in every song doesn't mean that i'm not christian you know what i mean like so for me that concept is it's always been a bit of a, a crazy one for me because i'm like um i'm still a christian though <laughs> you know what i mean like this is like <laughs> relax like yeah do you you can hear you can hear in a people in someone's like tone and and what they're singing about and how they're singing about it who the, if they're still the same person you know i'm like i'm always gonna be that person like but like you know now i'm, I'm married now you know like so i want to sing about my wife you know like i want to sing about the things that she's been through, that I've been through, that we've learned and going through. And like I said, a lot of that will be seen through a Christian lens, but lens, but it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be worship or kind of, of praise. But in a ways it is, because there's a lot of things where there's a lot of challenges and things, and there's a lot of things that I've learned, and there's a lot of things that I've realized. And, and if, like I said, if you listen to the whole album, you'll get that. Yeah. But if you listen to one song, you might not get that. Yeah, you yes, might yes. not get that. You might be like, "Oh, yes, Majorzi singing about girls again. Uh, oh, look at this." Yeah. You know, but if you listen to the whole <laughs> album, you'll hear like you'll hear that like, "Oh, wait, like Majorzi singing about his wife, mm. but or the girls from Song of Psalms." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro. Okay. No, 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 no. No coconuts and in, in, yeah, dude. But um yeah, you you'll hear that through singing about my wife, I, I realize like that, as much as I wanna be there and i want to do these things and you know society tells you as a man you you must be the hero knights in shining armor yo it's impossible Mm -hmm. it's it's impossible like i'm sorry like no matter what anyone says we're not meant to be that like we can try and be and we can always be there for people but like we'll never be able to be there enough for people but what i realized is that that's where god comes in like that's where he shines it's like yo i I am, I am, like, down here when it comes to that. But, like, God is, is, is our hero. She's, she's, his, um, she's her hero as well, as well. Like, he's the real hero. Do you know what I mean? And, like, you won't get that if you listen to one song. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. that's just me going through the yeah. process, yeah. you know. so It's like a whole painting,
0: like an album. Yeah. It's, it's like a whole painting. You can't just look at one brush stroke. Yeah, exactly. You have to, like, look at, like zoom out and see the whole thing. Do you know who's Rain Wilson? He's from The from Office. The office. Yeah, I love rain, yeah. So he's got a Soul Pancake. I don't even know his stuff. He's got an insane yeah. website called Soul Soul Pancake, and they're v- they're all about spirituality, like exploring yes. different. It's it's super inspiring. And, and he's got a thing where he says, "Um, that uh, art is prayer. Uh, that's so that's so amazing. So like if you draw very trendy, or make yeah. music, it's like it's a form of, um, like prayer. Have you ever had had like issues with church that go like? Why would, why would you play at, like, a secular festival or, like, a festival and then be in church? Because like, I was, like, with the Strataginders in the beginning.
1: Yeah. You're, like, jamming in church <laughs> and then
0: Opikopi the Saturday. It's <laughs> Like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we yeah. just want to make
1: music. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never had that issue. Like, my church always encouraged me. Like, even when I was still... Um, I was still working it there in the beginning of my career and they always encouraged me to just go out and, and be in the world because like as Christians, that was, that's what we're mandated to do. That's what we're told to do. We're told to bring the gospel to the rest of the world. <clears throat> and for me, that was through music and not only through my music, but in my actions mm. with um, the people that I dealt with every day. You know, um, people always say I'm, like, really nice, but, like, I don't really believe that to be true. <laughs>
0: You're super nice. No,
1: I I try to be. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I, tr- I try to be. That's the thing. I don't think people try. <laughs> try. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what people are talking about. I just try and be. Like, that's, you know, like, I'm not nice all the time. Mm. Like, I just, I try and make it my effort because I, re- I know what I'm doing. I know, you know, what people are expecting of me and, I'm just trying to spread the gospel as much as I can in my own way. Yeah. And a lot of that is just being there. And if, if you can't be um, an example to people in everything, then it doesn't really matter what you say because if your actions aren't saying it, then mm-hmm. like people aren't going to believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, my church always encouraged me to go out. So I, I would play any... I, I would never mind where I was playing. As long as I was being who I am, yes, yes, then, yes. You know, yeah.
0: It's like, uh, I think... Afrikaners in general uh, way back when we started like yeah. 15 years ago was a lot more conservative yeah. than uh, than I think the majority of english folks and um we just when we started out it was just challenging but there is this one quote that i read in a book um it's a it's a it's a whack the the triple x church is the is the guy the book or something's called but he's got a line that his is greg gross but he's got again. a line that says, why blame the dark for being dark? Why not blame the light for not shining in the dark? Oh, that's we, were, great. we were always like, we need to come out. Hey? It's not like our shows is worship music where people convert to whatever in a nightclub. Yeah. It's just we want it to be different and we yeah, want it to be part exactly of the scene. Um, I want to ask you about, before we um, have to go, just for the listener, we're shooting a music video today. and We're going to ride around in a car in... In a city,
1: it's I don't know if you've, you've been to Maboning Obviously, Have yes, played, I've been dude? to Um uh, Back in the day, yeah, I played yeah. in a few places. And when remember when Mubaneng was popping, yeah, dude. I yes, I love those it days. So awesome, <laughs> oh, dude, those were my favorite yeah. days, dude. I miss it. Let's revive Maboning, Come on, let's
0: <laughs> <laughs> get a hashtag going. So we uh Kanes has a song out with my Josie called Kakufuni. Did, did you know what the word meant when we when I sent it to you? Kakufuni. I think I looked
1: it up. Uh, remind me again.
0: Uh, so in English it's cacophony yeah and it means uh, a lot of sounds that make a noise I don't know if it's a positive noise but it's like if, if you hear the 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 briar's tin and you hear this and you hear the clinging of yeah. the, all the sa- like all the sounds together just make a Make a noise. Yeah, coughing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a description. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's something like it's, that, dude. It's, it's a,
1: it's a weird word. Like, it's a, it's, a, yeah, it's a very weird word. But I, it's a cool title for a song, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: came out cool. And we were just super, super freaking stoked when you said he has to be part of this song. Thanks, man. And then you sent us that photo. Yeah. You were like, what, 16? How old were you? No, 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 you were dude, older. Like nah. 18? 19? I
1: must have been, wow.
0: So just for the listener, yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah. to post a photo on my Instagram. But it's, Strader playing in Durban and there's a crazy mosh pit and Josie's face is <laughs> sneaking out <laughs> in the mosh pit, which is freaking whack. But, dude, but Durbin always had the ins, most insane. Uh, yeah, was it was like with, with Crossing Point, they, they had all these heavy metal, not metal, but like yeah. hardcore Christian bands. Yeah, yeah, I was in a
1: hardcore band as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was Show & Tell. So I didn't know you were in Show & Tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't d- Sheldon Yoko in there? Yeah, Sheldon was in there as well. Yeah, yeah. But so when I was there... We hadn't toured yet or recorded an album yet. So like I was there in the right in the beginning and then like I was like I was heavily involved in church and I just couldn't do do both at that time, you know, like I just couldn't make all the dates.
0: No, you're part of that band yeah yeah dude that it's is uh, insane
1: yeah very cool band still had like a wave
0: house with Underearth. we were at the under Earth show <laughs> yeah
1: 100 percent,
0: dude yes. no, i would never miss that dude though. we we did the whole tour with them and we took them yes. to a lions and sharks rugby game so it was us oh and them wow dude. it was insane dude have but you listened to the new trip. stuff <laughs> it's a weird trip these days yeah the new stuff i don't know what's what's weird for me like i'm fine with if you're not a christian anymore yeah but don't say the stuff that you did wasn't Christian back in the day. That's my yeah. opinion moment of like the drummer. Oh, I, I heard him on a podcast. We was like, no, no, I wouldn't say that stuff was Christian. And we... I was like... Yeah. Was. And you you, you became like a worship artist. You became like... <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> like don't denounce that. Yeah. Just go, yeah, that's what I did. That's how I felt then. And I felt I feel different now. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think like when I listen to them, I, I hear that they like, listen, I don't know them at all. We're yeah. speculating. But I, I feel like they were very hurt. And... But by people, you know, like I think people always make that mistake. Maybe they didn't make this mistake, but I think people always make that mistake when they get hurt by people, they associate that with God and then yeah. they leave they leave God and I'm like, Yeah, but no, that's not God. That like that person hurt you and that person is human and Like that's why we can't put too much expectations and all these things on people because people are people, you know, we're always going to fail. You know, we can love each other look after each other Mm. and expect certain things. But at the end of the day, like God is, is your, is your, is your is your centerpiece? He's he's the one that that will never let you down. Yeah. And I feel like they were let down by a lot of people, man. Like just by a lot of people in the industry, a lot of people who thought they were their friends, a lot of people who mm-hmm. maybe were the same as like the churches back in in your day. Like you weren't supportive of them, and uh, it makes me really sad. But like some of the you, the new album I listen to I listen to it often, and you can hear you can still hear that. Uh, that sadness and that hurts but it's a great great album yeah bro it's so good I can't
0: for the life of me
1: listen like first of
0: all I can't even scream anymore on the live stage like something (laughs) happened to my voice like I can't even do that anymore like even last night there were two guys coming like next time can you you scream a little bit (laughs) and I'm like I don't know how to say this but I don't I physically don't know how to anymore but I can't I can't listen to heavy stuff like that and I dude I grew up with like I don't grew up but Demon Hunter, um, Emery, <laughs> Um, Amberlynn, uh, uh, Under yeah. Oath, Haste of Day, like yeah. all those bands, dude. That was yeah. like my st- when I woke up in the morning at six, that would be my jam, like yeah. hardcore, like and like I just can't anymore. It's so strange. But that's that's an example of how I changed. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. it just doesn't it got the same ring to it. Did you listen to Demon Hunter? A little bit. Yes, that wasn't they were really amazing.
1: I had other mates that listened to it more. i still listen to like Comeback Kid. Haste of the Day, like, um, but you, for the most part, I'd listen to that stuff less now. Yeah. Nah, like, bro, I love R&B, you know, like, yeah, nice, give nice. me some sweet R&B tunes and <laughs> I, I relax. <laughs> would you ever do, like, R&B stuff? I, I, I've tried to, like, I'm not, I just don't have the voice for it, you know, mm. but I, I do love it, I do love it. I do have elements of it in my stuff, like, yeah. I, I really respect that genre, yeah. yeah. So would you ever, like, do you see yourself, like, doing this
0: for the rest of your life, or would you branch out to, like, um... Like, any other dreams that you wanted to pursue when you were
1: younger? Um, This has been my dream, man. Like, Mm. doing music has been my dream. But at the same time, I've I've realized, like, if there's things I want to do, I can do them, you know? So, there was, like, um, there was something, like, in... um, Managed to get like a, a part in Tally's, um, oh, yeah, uh, baby, di- was it yeah, the yeah, baby uh, diary? diary. Was it called Tali's Diary or something? Yeah, oh, the latest one, yeah. And I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna try, I don't know if I can act, probably can't act, but I enjoyed it, you know. And I, I put myself out there and I enjoyed it, like working with this online school, like I've enjoyed it. It's still in music, you know, like there's like, but also at the same time, mm-hmm. like now I'm in the space where I haven't done an album for like four years. And I really want to focus on that. And also, you know, like now I got engaged, we married. Like, yeah, it's a whole new phase. Yeah. In your life. And my my fiance has been on a journey with um, p- depression and anxiety, and I've been learning about that. And 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 uh, and we've been like just help helping each other with that so like i've been going through these different phases yeah. and now is my time like where i'm going to concentrate on music and, and and do that like full-heartedly and and put everything else on the back burner um but yeah there's always things that i think about like i, I that i wish i could do um but yeah that'll come in the future yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i'm excited about your album dude and i think that's why the majority of bands uh, like my favorite bands their first album is the best album ever yeah. because they wrote that their whole life. Yeah. And then 5%. they give you like 2 years to write a follow-up album. Like <laughs> cool. So 4 years is a long time dude. A lot yeah. of stuff happens for Well, two, that's two why like
1: Adele, like Adele, like every 4 years she releases an album. Bruno Mars every 4 years, Kendrick Lamar 5 years. Like it's there's a reason why those people's music is so good. Yeah. Like there's a reason why the world stops when you know they know what release I like albums.
0: About Bruno Mars, he's like the only guy that brings out songs that doesn't fit anyway. Meaning, he, yeah. he, he brings out like, the, the one that he did with him, what's that drummer? Uh,
1: Kendrick Lamar, uh, Kendrick Lamar sorry. One, the insane uh, drummer. Bruno, uh, 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 Anderson Pack.
0: They did a whole album. And it's yeah. like, you, then you see the top, whatever, 50 charts on Apple Music, then it's like, you get an Ed Sheeran, a Post Malone. There's all these pop artists, and then, yeah. then but they, it, it's just like jazz and like yeah. whack drums, and it's like I don't even know where the chorus is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just funky. Yeah. They just don't like this. They don't obey to um, to the rules. But it's awesome like that. Just be yourself, man. Yeah, exactly. But I do. I think that's um, yeah. That's it from us. And I'm really i um, f- thankful that
1: you flew down for this music video. It's gonna be fun.
0: Thanks, man. People Thank you. It
1: dude, it's a, it's an honor for me. Like I said, dude, like I've grown up watching your music from the start, like from the start of the m Card days. I remember when you were like in every single music video. <laughs> <I> <laughs> remember uh, like every band, <laughs> every band, every band, Bobo would just pop up and I'd be like, look at this. One. I had an <laughs> issue saying it. no. Yes, I, I learned the
0: power of no later in my life.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I <laughs> no, admire that, awesome, dude. News. Like I've been on a run now, sorry, uh, we'll end, we'll end yeah, off yeah, here, no, but dude. of doing like a lot. <laughs> (laughs) of collaborations and i'm like oh this is my boa season you know like i'm just (laughs) popping up collaborating here and there but
0: it's so much fun but what i like is like especially on tiktok yes there's these amazing artists on tiktok that that's super talented yeah that that graph They, they, they 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 either they rip a beat off of the internet and they rap over it or they they get a guitar and it's just it's super inspiring to see these kids and it's so much easier to collab because it's like I've got a little studio here. He's got a studio there. Or you just record it on your f- on your phone. Yeah. And send it through and you throw on, on some effects and it sounds interesting and they've got a collab. It's just it's less red tape now to work with someone. hundred percent. And there's no pressure. You don't need to work on the next big hit that's gonna be the biggest song in the world. Just make something cool with a stranger and then yeah. see what happens. Just like yeah, music is like gifts. Just give it. You, you when you give gifts, you don't expect something back. You give it because I want to give you something as well. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking and that's, of it, that's man. Songs for me. But yeah, dude, I really appreciate you, and uh, you are very friendly <laughs> <laughs> at <laughs> times. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, thanks for doing this song with us. And uh, yeah, good luck with your album. I'm super excited to, to when it, whenever it
1: comes out. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, you, man. Man. thanks. 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 I appreciate it.